0: Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business club school or group as a locally owned business instant imprint specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel embroidery promotional items print services and wide format printing for signs as well as banners and vehicle graphics want better ways to get noticed you better visit instant imprints at instant slash boise or call 208 imprint that is 208-467-7468
1: Welcome to the Purpose Powered Entrepreneur's Podcast, a show about how to succeed in business while creating a balanced and healthy life.
2: I'm Ashlyn Cubison, an entrepreneur who went from successful real estate broker to published author, all while running three businesses. And I'm Lindsay Young, the founder of Lindsay Lives Well, a holistic nutrition
1: and lifestyle brand, NSCA strength and conditioning specialist, and ITN nutrition coach.
2: If you're an ambitious dreamer, get ready for some simple and actionable strategies. Let's get started.
1: welcome back friends. Today we're talking about repurposing content in your business. Now I know there is a ton of pressure to constantly be coming up with new and fresh content to always be producing. And I know this from personal experience because I have felt this way more than
2: once. I don't think you're alone because content creation really is a common struggle for a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners. And you're just so right that there really is a ton of pressure to create, to post, to engage, to share. And I get it. I really understand why we put that pressure on ourselves. It's because our audience needs to hear from us consistently. But whenever I have conversations with business owners who are struggling to produce content, I always ask if they're currently repurposing their content. And it's always so surprising to me. Like, so many people tell me no. And I know, and you know, Lindsay, it's like, one of those things where because it's ingrained into my business model already, I just feel like it's routine and that like everybody should be doing it. So I kind of forget that either not everybody knows how to do it or not everybody is already in the habit of repurposing.
1: Yes. And that's why it is such an excellent topic for you to teach on. So just a side note for our listeners If you have something in your life that feels so simple and basic to you and you just assume that everybody else is doing it or everybody else knows about it or this must be easy for everyone else, I guarantee you that there are plenty of people who don't know how to do what you know how to do and that it doesn't come as easily to them and this would be such a great topic for you to teach others or to add into your content. So. Just a little side note there, but okay, back to repurposing, total honesty moment here. I have created so much content over my career, but I am one of those business owners who has not always been the best at repurposing my content. And Ashlyn and I have had many conversations about this when she says that she asks business owners, are you currently repurposing your content? She has asked me that (laughs) and I have had to say, Um, no, I don't know anything about that.
2: Please teach me. (laughs) (laughs) But Lindsay is starting to repurpose and she has so much content. I'm like, please repurpose your content. It's amazing. So if you're listening to this episode and you currently aren't repurposing, please believe me when I say as a busy mompreneur, I don't think I'd survive without it. And I think this is going to be one of your biggest time-saving hacks in your business. You're going to love it. Stick around and listen to the whole thing.
1: Okay. So let's take a step back and just go back to the basics for a second here. What
2: is repurposing content? Okay. So before we go there, I want to start with a common misconception that a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, they make the mistake of believing that repurposing content means posting the same piece of content just to different platforms. And yes, that is a great thing to do to spread your content over multiple platforms, you don't want it to be the exact same content though, please change it up a little bit. But that's only a tiny part of repurposing. So don't feel discouraged if you fall into this category. I'm happy that you're at least doing something else with your content not just posting it on only Instagram or only Facebook or only LinkedIn. But after this episode, you're going to up your game when it comes to repurposing content. Okay, so this is very eye-opening. Just to
1: recap, repurposing is not just copying and pasting on different platforms. There is actually more to the story. There's a more strategic way to go about it. And what I really think about this, okay, I'm so excited for you to teach on this, but when kind of the feeling I get from learning this type of a tool is that we actually get to do less. Like we're investing some time in creating content and then what we're able to do with it enables us to do less overall.
2: This is very exciting. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, that's my favorite part about repurposing. I need those time-saving hacks. So essentially the way I look at repurposing content and my definition for it is taking an original piece of content and then you're going to make something new out of that content. So you're going to repurpose it, you're gonna revamp it, you're gonna change it, make tweaks, and then you're going to use it and to reach a new audience.
1: Okay, so now I guess I should probably ask, why is this important? Like, why are we not just copying and pasting on different platforms? Or why are we not just coming up with new things all the
2: time? Why is this important? I will give you five reasons. I (laughs) love lists. Yes, I love (laughs) lists too. This is great. (laughs) So number one, it's going to save you a ton of time. So like kind of like Lindsay was saying already, researching, drafting, editing new content all the time is so time consuming. But through repurposing, you can save hours and it makes your batching content so much easier. And you know, I want to talk about batching, but we're going to save that for another episode. I promise I will contain myself to just repurposing. Number two is it creates consistent messaging. So in my digital course that launches in June, I teach that the only content you should be repurposing is content that's part of your core or sub content categories. So this helps you have consistent, messaging, not only across all of your platforms, but also just in front of your audience. It just shows that you're always researching and talking about the same topics and it creates your messaging to be very clear and concise. Mm, And I feel like that consistency gives you a lot of
1: credibility. Like you become known as the expert in your field because you have that, like when people see your content, they know what to expect, what type of
2: messaging. Exactly. And that leads me into number three, is you continue learning and you'll be the expert. So when repurposing your content in more places than just your social media, it sets you up as the expert on your core content categories. So when you repurpose, you will always continue to kind of learn and fine tune each piece of content and your audience will just eat it up. They'll think that you are the person to go to when it comes to that topic. And number four is expand your reach. Not everyone is going to see all your posts at once. And that's why it's really important for you to not post, say if you post something on Instagram, I don't want you to post that same thing or even repurpose that same thing and post it that same day on Facebook because two reasons. One, some of your audience might just miss it and now you just took two opportunities and you didn't reach everyone. And two, some of your audience might see both of those posts and they might be like, oh, she already talked about that, I'm not gonna engage with it. So I don't want you to, to go and post on the same time, same day, same piece of content. Now I'm gonna use an example here for Lindsay as an example of how you can reach, expand your reach. So on her Instagram, she talks about net carbs. I want you to imagine if she posted that only one time and she thought, well, I've already talked about it. People can easily go find it on Instagram. And so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. That's not how it works. Like I said, not everyone's going to see that post. And also not everyone is on Instagram. Instead, what Lindsay should do is post it on Instagram. Maybe one week later, she'll make some small tweaks and make it more relevant to Facebook and post it on Facebook. Two weeks after that, she can expand her reach some more, and she can broaden the topic a little bit, and she can now send it out to her email subscribers. Then a month later, she can weave that topic into one of our podcast episodes, and then the cycle is going to start all over. She can take some pieces from the podcast episodes and turn those back into Instagram posts. This way, Lindsay has now expanded her reach significantly to all different people on different platforms, all with the same content. And sure, she had to make some small adjustments. She had to add a little bit to the content to expand it. But all of the hard work was finished in the, in the very beginning when she first created the original piece. I like to think of repurposing content as a circle. It can start with a small piece and you can build your way up, kind of like I just showed you. Or if you're a long form content maker, say you have a blog, you could then Break your blog down into videos, Instagram posts, emails, podcasts, go in a circle and recreate the wheel. Okay. When you shared that circle analogy with me
1: inside of your beta course, Ashlyn's course, that's coming out in June. It's amazing. I got to have a sneak peek of it but I remember when she shared that circle analogy with me, I felt like my brain exploded because I'm such a visual person. So being able to really see that the content's journey from either that large form of content being broken down into small or from the small and being able to take that and spread it across different platforms and seeing how it could like kind of keep going in that circular manner and like live on for a really long time. Like you spend that initial investment in creating the content and then you're able to use it in so many different ways. So just mind blowing for me. So, okay. <laughs> so let's talk about our number five reason to repurpose content. And Then we're going to get into the good stuff of how to repurpose
2: it. Okay. So number five, the circle kind of leads us right into it it's going to turn your content into being evergreen. You can continue to use and build off of the same piece of content for years to come. And that is probably my number one reason why I repurpose and why I believe you should too.
1: So when I think of repurposing, I think of posting on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and maybe a blog post or an email newsletter or a podcast But I know now after being a beta tester in your course that there are so many different ways to repurpose. So can you walk us through how to repurpose and give us a few examples outside of social media that you can repurpose your content?
2: Yes, I would love to. So all of those things that you listed are great. And if you're doing any of those, I mean, that's already amazing. But I really like to think of like, making money, which is funny, but like, that's what I like to do. So I want to figure out how is my content going to help me make money? Or I want to figure out how I can expand my audience. So those are really my number two reasons of what I'm thinking about when I repurpose. So today I'm going to talk in about example that I have in my own business. I, I love examples. I feel like if I can give you, you know, a story, maybe you can see it a little bit better. So and then I'm going to wrap it up at the end with maybe a few creative ways that you can repurpose your content if this didn't spark any inspiration for you. So on my Instagram, I talk about fear mindset often. This really started like a couple of years ago, and I really used to talk about it a lot more than I do now, but I still sprinkle it in. And... When I looked into my insights, and this is what you should do, when you figure out what you should repurpose, make sure you're looking at your insights. It was really clear to me that my audience loved when I talked about fear mindset and At this time, I was branching out of real estate a little bit, and I really wanted to brand myself more as an entrepreneur than just a real estate broker. So I took my Instagram posts, and I decided I was going to make a blog out of it. And I made the blog, and the blog did really well, and I created pins so that more people could find my blog on Pinterest. And then I got asked to speak at a virtual event, Um, it was a little over a year ago. And so they asked me to speak at a virtual event and I said, yes. And I decided I was going to repurpose my fear content and I turned it into a talk. And I also turned it into a slideshow that I could share via Zoom. It was a short 30 minute talk. Well, then I got invited to another event and I was like, well, I don't want to create a whole new top talk. So I'm going to then talk about fear again. I took my slideshow and I turned it into a handout for the attendees and I expanded on my talk to make it an hour long. Now you might be thinking that, okay, that content now has ran its course. But no, it hasn't. Currently, I have created five new social media posts from my talk. I probably can get about three more out of it. I have two new email newsletters that won't go out for a few more months. But plus, I decided to turn that slideshow into a mini course. And I got to expand on it a little bit more. And I'm, I'm still debating if I want to give it away as a, a freebie and have people sign up for my newsletter or if I would do it as a very inexpensive mini course. Oh my gosh. I'm feeling so embarrassed right
1: now, no. <laughs> which I know is not your goal in explaining that, but I'm thinking about, I mean, I have given a handful of, I'm thinking of like five or six live events that I have spoken at and created beautiful slideshows <laughs> and never done anything else with that content And I guess I should say I'm feeling actually a little bit excited now because I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I still have all of that information saved. I mean, I have given five or six really great keynote speeches that I put a lot of time into. And now, okay, in hindsight, I've got a whole bunch of content that I can go in and just pull pieces of that, use it for social media, plug it into some newsletters. And I'm now not having to sit here and like rack my brain and think of creating brand new content like I've got a whole bunch. So, all right. Well, I'm just, I just had a moment there. I don't
2: want you to feel embarrassed. (laughs) I'm I'm excited that you're feeling excited. But so if you're like Lindsay and say you've done some talks and you have these slideshows or you have this stuff. So not only could you turn it into a download or a freebie, but you could also market yourself to podcasters and you could say, hey, I have these, like if Lindsay has five talks that she's done, hey, I have these five topics that I would love to talk on and I've been here, here and here. And you can say, what you've done, what your credentials are, and you could repurpose those talks and use the exact same thing and turn it into a podcast interview where now you're sharing the information there. So I think you should feel excited because you still have all that work. So even if you've never done anything with your old content, you can still do it. And it's amazing because it frees up so much time. Yeah. And just,
1: I mean, I love the thought of saving time. Yes. But also the Like right now at my phase right now, I feel like the mental, I'm feeling the mental weight of having to come up with new ideas all the time and new ways to say things and new ways to engage people. So the mental release of not having to think of brand new things to say, but just being able to go in and kind of tap into that creative side. Like I've already done the hard mental work of creating these really great talks and keynote speeches. So now like I can go in and get creative and have fun and pull out like, you know, things that could be helpful for people in different ways. So this is very exciting for me.
2: (laughs) I feel like I need to add a point six of the reason why I like to repurpose is because that's so true is that mental weight and capacity and having to just you know, there's brain fatigue. That's like real thing And thing. and entrepreneurs, we go through it and this will save you so much of not having to be in that creative space. Now you're just kind of in more of a marketing space of like, okay, how can I reuse this to market myself and further my business? So, here are some more specific examples. I feel like we've gone through quite a few already for you guys, but some ways that you can repurpose. So I say you have a podcast. You can easily repurpose some of your podcast episodes, not only into blogs or YouTube videos, but you could also turn those into speeches. If you feel like you are an expert on that, turn it into a keynote speech. Get yourself in front of either at you know conventions or virtual events or whatever it is. Also, one thing that I love doing that I know not – I guess not everybody – has thought of, but I love turning my topics into workshops. So if you are involved in like a mastermind group or certain networking groups, or you just want to do this on your own and you can offer your own workshop, if you have a piece of content that has done really well that you feel like you can expand on, you could teach somebody something, maybe give them a PDF with it, turn it into a workshop. And then a really new and exciting thing that people are doing is if you are in Clubhouse right now, which I am, but I'm still struggling with it and struggling to learn it and enjoy it as much. But I've seen tons of other people do this where they have repurposed their podcasts or their videos from you know Instagram or from Facebook Lives and they put it into a clubhouse as like a talk and it's doing really well for people. Another great thing is you can do it as a freebie, like an ebook, give them an ebook or a guide or a cheat sheet. So I hope that I gave you some really good examples and ideas to, you know, spark your creativity and get you guys out there repurposing your content.
1: Yes, this has been
2: fabulous. I've got so many great ideas
1: going right now. (laughs) 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 Look, This is awesome. I hope it's been valuable for our listeners as well. Thank you guys so much for being here again with us this week and we will see you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you subscribe and take just 30 seconds out of your day to leave us a positive review. Come say hi over on Instagram at Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs, and you can find Lindsay at lindsay.lives.well and Ashlyn at Ashlyn Cubison.